If you know me, then you know my favorite coach of all time is one Arsene Wenger. I'm an Arsenal fan. When I first became a fan, I was excited by the jerseys that they had. They were sponsored by Sega Dreamcast. You know, I was excited by the players they had. But once those guys left, once the jersey changed, I remained loyal to Arsenal because of the vision that Arsene Wenger set for the club. My second favorite coach of all time is Pep Guardiola. And on this episode of The Last Dan, I'll break down how he's trying to revolutionize the game once again. In 2008, when he became the Barcelona head coach, he won, what, six trophies in the first year, the first season, the 2008-2009 season. They won it all, man. La Liga, Copa del Rey, Champions League, Spanish Super Cup. UEFA Super Cup, and Club World Cup. He ended up winning three straight La Ligas over there, two Champions League. One of them was the trouble that I mentioned. And in that system, that style, he used mostly a 4-3-3, even though in the last year he played with the 3-4-3 diamond to try to accommodate former Arsenal captain Cesc Fabregas. Anywho... In the first three years at Bayern, uh, sorry, Barcelona, we'll get to Bayern soon. <laughs> in his first three years at Barcelona, he played mostly in a 4-3-3. And the things that he was credited for innovating was the false nine, which he learned from his coach, former coach and mentor, Johan Cruyff, because Cruyff was considered the best false nine of his generation. And he played in... Ajax and Netherlands with Rennes Michaels when they developed total football and played with the 4-3-3, pressing, interchanging, all that. While that was fluid, another idea that Pep brought into the mainstream consciousness was positional play, which was innovated by Juan Malilo, a coach who coached all over this continent. Now my man is at outside in the Saudi League. And he even was a Man City's assistant coach after Mikel Arteta left to come to coach Arsenal. But anywho, positional play is about putting players in the right places to maximize spacing for passing, movement, maintaining possession. But it's very rigid. And an example of how rigid it is, is that you only get freedom in the final third. But everything else is basically choreographed and on a script that the coach wants. And even in the final third, there's still choreographed moves like the signature pass back that City utilized to get a lot of goals. And, you know, a winger or a fullback or whoever would be at the end. Looks like they bought the cross, draw back, cut back pass, and then someone taps it in or takes a shot on goal, you know. But even Thierry Henry, my second favorite soccer player, I was about to call it football because, you know, it all the same. (laughs) But Henry, when he played at Barcelona, he talked about a time when he tried to, you know, cut inside. He got in, he scored, and he was subbed off because he didn't listen to Pep's instructions. Pep was like, boy, you a winger. Stay wide. See how silly that is? Anywho. 
the next <laughs> tactical innovation was um oh yeah i didn't articulate fully the false nine we know Lionel messi best goal scorer of his generation uh the last year pep coached him he had 50 goals in the league that was also the year he had like what 91 92 goals in the calendar year utilizing someone that is creative and a playmaker in the striker position where they can drop deep to receive the ball and let the wingers work as inside forwards to, you know, utilize that space to get a shot on target. I mean, there was times Messi was playing as false nine and the wingers are world-class strikers, <laughs> like Henri and Samuel Eto'o. So that's another thing he brought to the game or, you know, the mainstream. And then the third thing I would say is tiki-taka. If you've loved soccer before, you've heard of it. You know, the constant back and forth the dominance to retain possession that's what pep utilized and he said he hates the phrase tiki taka because it to him it just sounds like possession just for the sake of possession but it, when he went to Bayern, the thing that he innovated was using philip lam and david alaba two very technical fullbacks in an inverted role so that they're helping the midfield so you know he Got the positional play, tiki-taka, false nine concept at Barca. And then as he comes to Germany and he sees the ginger pressing up front, the counter pressing, how intense it is, he felt like he needed to move his fullbacks in an inverted role to try to slow down counterattacks through the middle and to try to maintain possession and dominance of the ball. And now it looks like he's trying to innovate again, guys. It looks like he's trying to use a front five. Now, we haven't seen a front five that was used to this effect <laughs> and this frequent since maybe the 1920s, 30s, you know, 40s, you know, with the WM formation, you know, shout out my boy Herbert Chapman, or with the pyramid formation, the OG, two, three, five. It looks like that was... Pep wants to do now. We saw ever since the City-Chelsea game in the Premier League in December, he's been using that formation. He had Cancelo on the right wing. That match didn't work out. The only goal came from Amarez free kick, but he's been staying with it. Rico Lewis has played in the double pivot with Rodri. Bernardo Silva's played in the double pivot with Rodri. Uh, Kyle Walker's been... Uh, like an inverted fullback winger bombing up and down the right flank like he did in the Champions League last week away at Leipzig. So we'll see how this works out. One reason why he might have switched systems in the middle of the season is maybe he felt like there was an over-reliance on Erling Haaland to score, and maybe this makes the attack more unpredictable. And then also when you're dealing with low blocks, if we have five guys up front off top, then maybe that'll make teams cautious about their movement. And you know, Bernardo is going to be trying to get involved. Even Rodri can take a shot out there. Like, who knows? So I think maybe that's the next evolution in Pep's system because he's always built, had built up play in either a 2 3 5 or a 3 2 2 3. But now it looks like this is the base formation. So we'll see if other people will follow the trend. 
you know, obviously winning helps it. So if City are able to win the league and the Champions League, then people will look at that and say, that Pepe did it again. Time for us to copy him. So let's see if that works out. But y'all stay blessed out there. This concludes today's episode of The Last Dan. Let me know what y'all think out there. What are your thoughts on Pep's tactical evolution? And do you think this 3-2-4-1 will work out? Or is it just Pep tinkering and overdoing it once again? Y'all stay blessed and I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace.